Hi, I'm Pastor Louisa from the Rock Community Church and this is our podcast. I want to thank you for joining us today. I hope this inspires you, builds your faith and challenges you. Well, hi guys, back again for another one of our Bible reading um, scriptures and today we're carrying on in Mark. We're up to Mark 2 and it's probably got one of my favourite stories, the story of the uh, four friends that lower the paralyzed man down in front of Jesus. But what we also see throughout this chapter is Jesus butting heads, you know, having these um, culture clashes, these theological clashes, these um, scriptural clashes with the Pharisees and religious leaders of the time. And so it's really interesting to see how that plays out. But let's jump straight into it wherever you find yourself reading today. Um, in Mark chapter 2, and it's um, headed, Jesus heals a paralyzed man. Seven days later, Jesus returned to Caponium, and the news quickly spread that he was back in town. Soon there were so many people crowded inside the house to hear him that there was no more room, even outside the door. While Jesus was preaching the word of God, four men arrived carrying a paralyzed man. But when they realized that they couldn't even get near him because of the crowds, they went up on top of the house and tore away the roof above Jesus' head. And when they'd broken through, they lowered the paralyzed man on a stretcher right down in front of him. And when Jesus saw the extent of their faith, he said to the paralyzed man, My son, your sins are now forgiven. This offended some of the religious scholars who were present. And they responded among themselves, Who does he think he is speaking this way? This is blasphemy for sure. Only God himself can forgive sin. Jesus supernaturally perceived their thoughts and said to them, Why are you being so skeptical? Which is easier, to say to the paralyzed man, Your sins are now forgiven, or to stand up and walk? But to convince you, That the Son of Man has been given the authority to forgive sins, I say to this man, stand up, pick up your stretcher and walk home. Immediately the man sprung to his feet in front of everyone and left for home. When the crowd witnessed this miracle, they were awestruck. They shouted praise to God and said, we've never seen anything like this before. Jesus calls Levi or Matthew to follow him. Jesus went out to walk near Lake Galilee and a massive crowd gathered. So he taught them. As he walked along, he found Levi, the son of Aphrodis, sitting at the tax collector's booth, collecting taxes. He approached him and said, Come, follow me. Immediately he got up from his booth and began to follow Jesus. Later, Jesus and his disciples had a meal with Levi. Among the guests in Levi's home were many tax collectors and noble sinners, sharing a meal with Jesus, for there were many kinds of people who followed him. But when the religious scholars and Pharisees found out that Jesus was keeping company and dining with sinners and tax collectors, they were indignant. So they approached Jesus' disciples and said to them, Why is it that someone like Jesus defiles himself by eating with sinners and tax collectors? But when Jesus overheard their complaints, he said to them, Who goes to the doctor for a cure 
those who are well or those who are sick. I have not come to call the righteous, but to call those who are sinners and bring them to repentance. Jesus questioned about fasting. One time the disciples of John the Baptist and the Pharisees were fasting. So they came to Jesus and asked, Why is it that John's disciples and the disciples of the Pharisees are fasting, but your disciples are not? Jesus answered, How can the son of the bridal chambers fast when the bridegroom is next to them? As long as the bridegroom is with them, they won't. But the day of fasting will come when the bridegroom takes is taken from them. And who would mend worn-out clothes with new fabric? When the new clothes shrinks, it will rip, making the tears worse than before. And who would pour fresh new wine into old wineskins? Eventually the wine will ferment and make the wineskins burst, losing everything. The wine will be spilled and the wineskin will be ruined. Indeed, new wine is always poured into new wineskins. Jesus, the Lord of Sabbath. On Saturday, on the day of rest, Jesus and his disciples were walking through a field of wheat. The disciples were hungry, so they picked off some heads of the grain to eat. But when some of the Pharisees saw what was happening, they said to him, Look, your disciples shouldn't be harvesting grain on the Sabbath. Jesus replied, Haven't you ever read what King David and his men did when they were hungry? They entered the house of God when Abithar was high priest and ate the sacred bread of God's presence. They violated the law by eating bread that only the priests were allowed to eat. But there is one here who was greater than the temple. Then he said to them, The Sabbath was made for the sake of people, and not people for the Sabbath. For this reason, the Son of Man exceeds his lordship over the Sabbath. Well, there you go, guys. What a great couple of passages. Again, like I said at the start, my favorite is the story of the four friends that lower... um, their mate down to Jesus and I love it because he looks at them and he says when he's seen their faith uh, he healed their friend what a great concept that your faith can bring healing to somebody else today I challenge you church um, to think pray ponder what we've read today and ask the Holy Spirit what is it that he wants to say to you what is it that he wants to challenge you to change in your life or to do, or to say, or to be. And then it's up to you to go ahead and live that out. But why don't we pray as we finish. Thank you, Jesus, that you are Lord of Lord and King of Kings. Thank you, God, that you have given us these amazing gifts and these amazing uh, godly principles and uh, ways of practicing our faith, like fasting and like Sabbath. But thank you, Lord, that you are king over them all and they are only tools for us to get closer to you, not the other way around. And so, Jesus, we thank you for them and we pray that we would be able to do them in a way that brings honour to you. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. If you've enjoyed the podcast today, why don't you subscribe so that you can listen daily to our Bible reading want to follow along with our full reading plan jump on our website at www.therock.net.au slash bible 